Hey there, Bot Shots. Welcome to the Baby Got Chat after the show show here on the Baby Got Bot podcast. Today, I am talking to you about the latest updates with ManyChat. We are going to talk briefly about JSON, kind of hard to talk about on a podcast. So I'm going to lead you down the path to where you can find more. And then we're going to spend some time on compliance, tags, message tags, what's allowed, what's not allowed. Welcome to the Baby Got Chat after the show show. Let's do this. So as usual, you can grab the show notes for today's show at stellar.tips forward slash notes 10 today. I will put that in the description so you can easily access that. There's going to be a lot of things that you're going to want to access in the show notes. So be sure you go to stellar.tips forward slash notes. Now, I'm doing something fun today just as an offbeat for you. If you are listening on, what is today, the 13th, and you want to get a glimpse into the day of the life, go check out my Instagram stories. There's a lot of dots going on over there. And if you're an Instagram story person, you know what the dots mean. I am doing a whole day of the life thing. So you can get, you know, from morning to night, how I'm living my life, how I'm rocking my world as a entrepreneur, doing the mom thing, doing the bot thing, doing the live show today and the podcast, the whole nine, go check it out. All right. So let's do a little thing about the sponsor, and then we are going to dive into the updates. So the first thing that we're going to talk about today is the updates coming out of ManyChat. Now, a couple of weeks ago, ManyChat announced that they started a developer app development program, and they invited developers to come in and develop apps that would integrate with ManyChat and make everything really seamless and beautiful and easy for the regular user who are not developers, which I love this development. That's a lot of words with development. I love this because there are tools like Walletly, for instance, which I announced a couple of weeks ago had an app that we have been using as bot builders externally. And now with these app integrations, we can now use it inside of ManyChat, which is so epic. So um, I, I just mentioned Walletly got introduced a couple weeks ago. And now there are two new apps I want to introduce you to that just rolled out. We have Sellers or Seller Tools, which Seller Tool uh, Seller Tools is the Amazon optimization platform created by the top 1% of Amazon uh, FBA sellers. It features a full suite of robust tools to conduct keyword research, listing optimization, competitive analysis, and more. You can now integrate Seller Tools account within ManyChat to unlock your Amazon data and automate your FBA business, which is so stellar. It's so cool. Um, I'm pretty excited too, because at the end of this month, uh, August 27th, the last baby got chat show of the month, I'm actually going to have Joshua Porter, who is this really awesome Amazon expert in terms of many chat and sellers tools. He's also a friend of mine and I'm bringing him on the show to talk to everybody about seller tools and Amazon. So that is a really cool development there. Now, if you want the link to the app, if you want to learn more about seller tools, check out the show notes. The next one is huge for people who have international audiences. Vadim uh, Kyabanu, I hope I pronounced that right. He is a developer that created a chat bot, or sorry, a mini chat app that allows you to send SMS to anywhere in the world. The description states, send an SMS to your subscribers anywhere in the world when they place an order, make 
make a purchase or take other actions. Personalize text with names and other personal information. Verify and clean your database using HLR number lookup and pay only for what you use, anywhere between one cent to six cents per SMS, depending on the country. This is huge. This app is so useful because as it stands right now, you can use SMS, say I'm in the United States, but if I want to send a message, an SMS message to someone, say in Canada or Mexico, I can't do that. I can only send messages in my country of origin for you know where I'm, I'm starting my SMS journey. So this actually opens that all up. So that's pretty sweet. So those, those are the two new apps that were rolled out this week. Next up, ManyChat rolled out a canceled order trigger for those of you using the Shopify integration. So now you can send a message, an SMS, an email, whatever, based off of a trigger when someone cancels their order. That could be pretty handy. So you can now check that out as part of the Shopify integration. So let's move on to the topic of the day, which is JSON ads. And then we're going to do the next topic of the day, which is proper message tags. JSON ads, right? Am I right? JSON ads. Yeah. So if you have no clue what I'm talking about, when I'm talking about JSON ads, what I'm talking about are the type of Facebook ads that you see in the feed where it says something like message us or you know, learn more, there's like a button and you click that button and it opens up into the messenger experience. That is a JSON ad. Now there are essentially three ways to set up JSON ads in ManyChat. Okay. So you can either do the full thing in ManyChat. We're going to go in ManyChat. We're going to go to the dashboard where it says ads. And that is a as essentially setting up a JSON ad, but we don't have to like copy and paste all of the code over into ads manager. Some people love this. If you are kind of a novice or you don't really, you know, want to like get into the, the whole, the little nooks and crannies of ads manager, then this is definitely the easiest way to go. I mean, it does take some of the control away from you in terms of targeting and stuff, but there's a lot you can do here. Uh, some users have reported some glitchiness with using it this way. I haven't, honestly, but that's not. this is not my favorite way of doing it either, which I'll get to. So there's that way. Or you can get what's called JSON code, which is something you do find in ManyChat and it is in a new place. And if you wanna find out how to do this and get like the lowdown and the tutorial and even find out exactly where to get the JSON code because it is hidden, it has been moved, then definitely go check out the show notes because I do have the link to my latest YouTube tutorial is actually all about JSON. So it's gonna show you all that, but essentially you're gonna go into a flow you're going to need to do a couple things before you can get the JSON code. Number one, you're gonna to have to create your opt-in message. Now, ManyChat doesn't show you this. It doesn't restrict you in terms of like how many characters and stuff, but trust me, this is the formula for success if you're building your own JSON. The opt-in message is the first, after the starting step, you're gonna to go to your first message. That message type is going to be other. 
And your message has to be under 150 characters. And it also needs to not have any personalization. So it can't have their name. It can't have any cuffs. You can use emojis, but that's about it. It also has to have at least one button or one quick reply. Now, once the person clicks on that button or that quick reply, it can then go to your regular message. And you can either build that out right there in the same flow, or you can connect to another flow. Publish that flow, that whole thing. Once that's published, go to your starting step, click on triggers, add, go to the ads trigger, Facebook ads trigger, and then you are going to activate that and that's where you're gonna grab the JSON code. The JSON code will not show until you do those other steps. And if you're like a visual person like me, I probably just blew your mind and you're like, oh my gosh, I have a headache. I don't want to even imagine what you just said. That's okay, because in the show notes, I actually show you how to do this in the video. So. There's that. So we've covered two ways. You can build it inside of ManyChat fully. You can get the code by building the flow and all that. And then you would take that code, you'd bring it over into Ads Manager, and you would do what's called a traditional JSON ad, which is a messenger campaign, and then going forward. Okay. The third and my favorite is called a visual JSON, where you do not do the things that I just talked about doing. All you need to do is, first of all, you want to build out your flow, whatever you, wherever you want people to go. It doesn't have to be an opt-in. Whatever that flow is, have it ready to rock inside of ManyChat. Then what you're going to do is go to Ads Manager, do a messenger uh, campaign, messages being the campaign objective, and you're going to have a place where you basically are creating a quick reply button. So you're gonna type your message, hey, you're basically you're typing, you're creating your opt-in inside of Ads Manager. And then you'll have a quick reply, not a button, not multiple choice, just a quick reply. And you'll have them click on that quick reply and that will trigger ManyChat. So here's the catch. Whatever is in that quick reply that you build out in Ads Manager has to be, that full thing has to be a keyword trigger that goes to the flow you want in ManyChat. Now, again, if you're visual, I show you how to do this in the full tutorial. So that's my favorite way. And the reason visual JSON is my favorite way of doing it is I find that it has less glitches. Sometimes with the code, code can, you make one change to your flow and the code gets all messed up and you have to like reapply it. Or I've just seen a lot of people have issues with it, honestly. And I find that visual JSON just has less glitches. Now, I think that the best thing to do always is to test Test is best, test for yourself. So those are the three ways to set up JSON ads. Go check out the tutorial that I have in the show note because that's going to be really clear and walk you step-by-step on how to do it. If you do want the show notes, again, it's stellar.tips, that's S-T-E-L-L-A-R.tips forward slash notes and then number 10. And you can grab that in the show description wherever you're listening. So let's move on to my favorite topic, which is compliance and Let's talk about the proper message tags. Let's let's talk about that, shall we? Because I feel like people aren't necessarily doing it right. But first, I'm gonna grab a quick drink of water, you're gonna catch a breath, and then we're gonna roll right into it. Well, yeah, tags. You know, I feel like people struggle with messenger tags. Now we talked at length about this and I'm not gonna be able to cover everything that I talked about in the live show. So this may be something that's worth for you to go back. If you didn't watch the live, the actual live show on Facebook, go back and watch this, this section, you know, fast forward if you want, 
get to the section about tags because we talked a lot about the tip, different types of tags. There's so many questions around it, so much confusion about compliance. So I'm just gonna run through really quick all the tags that are available to you. The message types essentially, right? We have confirmed event reminder, account update, post-purchase update, live agent, and then brand new is comment reply, which works with your comment, Facebook comment growth tool, the 2.0. Um, and then also you have the OTN, one-time notification, and then the other, which most of you should be really familiar with because that's the most popular and most used. And for good reason, it's the one you should be using the most is other, which is also known as the standard message or within the 24-hour range, right? That's what other is. It's the standard message, 24-hour window one. Now, if you are like really confused and you just need a good primer on compliance, I do have in the show notes a full video that's part of my free foundations training, which you can access anytime. No opt-in, no sign-up, no login, whatever. Just go do it. But the video that goes directly to compliance is over there. So you can check that out. But I think that the biggest question that I get about these is like, what can be used? And I see a lot of people misuse them and then they wonder why messages aren't going out. And I, I hate to say it, but a lot of people will get up, up into the Facebook groups, the ManyChat group, my group even, and they'll just start bad mouthing ManyChat and they'll be like, it's broken, it doesn't work, ManyChat doesn't send my messages out, I got blocked, I'm using everything correctly. And then you, know, you ask a couple of questions and it turns out, no, you're not using these tags correctly. So it's important that if you're struggling, if messages aren't going out, a lot of times it's it's because you're putting the wrong tag, you're misusing the tag. And I think the most important thing that we covered in the live show today was this idea that your idea of promotion and many, or not many chat, Facebook's idea of promotion, these don't always align. I think a lot of marketers, a lot of businesses think, well, I'm not promoting, I'm not selling, I'm just, you know, sending a blog post. It's super valuable. It's value content. I'm not selling or whatever that is. Uh, maybe you're sending a YouTube video, whatever. But that's not how Facebook sees it. Facebook sees all of that as promotional. So, you know, you can't do that. And other people still are like super old school. This was a technique back in the day when it was okay. It's not okay anymore. They'll say, well, you can ask a question that doesn't have anything to do with promotions or anything. You can ask a simple question and that will open up the 24-hour window. So they'll say something like, um, do you want to you know, register for my event. And they'll use the confirmed event reminder to send out this message, just to ask the question, do you want to register for my event? You can't do that. That's that's considered promotional and you can't do it. It doesn't matter if you think confirmed event reminder means, you know, any, any event message can be sent under that. That's not true. You have to use the other tag, which means you have to be within the 24 hour range in order to ask these type of just basic questions to open up the 24 hour. You don't use another tag to open up the 24 hour with the, the purpose of just asking a question. It's just not the way it works, right? Now, that being said, a lot of people are frustrated when I say something like that. Like, you know, they're like, well, I have this list of people. Now I can't message. I can't use these tags. Like, what the heck, Kelly? What's the good? What? Why should I use this? Ah, you know, they're like, get angry. And my answer to that, and I got real soapboxy on the show, and I realized that, but the, it's just a frustration for me that people give up so easily, you know, like little the time out for a second, little background about me. I've been in digital marketing, not just digital marketing, but like social media marketing for 14 years. And I have seen people come and go, right? The people who last are the ones who adapt. 
And in my career, there are, the people who last are the ones who are the most successful also. So formula to success, adapt, right? Don't sit and bitch and complain because, you know, Facebook changed the rules. Figure out how to be a good marketer. I'm sorry if you don't like that. I'm sorry that you have to like judge yourself for a second, but come on guys, we're marketers. So my advice and what I'm really trying to push home with everybody when it comes to not just compliance, but like everything we do, especially in messenger marketing, it's so important, especially when we're really looking ahead to like multi-channel marketing is thinking three steps ahead or more. Minimally, you should be thinking three steps ahead. I have someone come into my messenger. They have opened the 24 hour window themselves. Instead of just thinking, okay, I just want to send them to my blog, or I just want to send them to wherever I want to instead be thinking, okay, I need to open the window, that 24 hour window. And why, what am I doing when I open the window? What am I going to be sending them? And does it make sense to this campaign? So I'm thinking a couple steps ahead. And if I don't have a reason to send them a message in the next 24 hours, then my goal should then be within that 24 hours to capture them on SMS or email so that when that 24 hour window goes away, I can still send them messages outside of doing an ad or a paid message, right? So maybe I'm getting them to opt in for an OTN, a one-time notification, so I can send them something in the future. Maybe I'm trying to get them on an SMS. Maybe I'm trying to get them on email. Maybe I'm doing all of them. But you should always be thinking ahead so that you're not caught getting angry and mad and frustrated because you can't send messages and you can't communicate with anyone on your list. And that's really the important thing to take home here is that it's very unlikely that the tag you're using is is the right tag if you're if you're getting blocked, number one. And you shouldn't be frustrated with that. You should be thinking three steps ahead. So just take a couple steps back for a second look at the big picture and figure out what am I trying to do for my myself in this campaign? What am I trying to do for my clients? And start building those in. And you know, confession time, I'm guilty of it too. I'm guilty of not thinking ahead. I just recently revamped how I send out my confirmed event reminders, which are legitimate confirmed event reminders, but I wasn't opening the 24 hour window to do follow up within, you know, after that event finished. And so I had to go back and rebuild or add a couple things that would ensure that I open that 24 hour window so I could do a, a proper follow up with because you can't do follow up with confirmed event reminder. And by the way, you can't do follow up with account update and you can't do follow up with post purchase update. I don't care who you are. You can't do it because first of all, account update and post purchase updates are transactional tags. They are not for you to just follow up or deliver a PDF or whatever. You, you, I've had people be like, well, they bought the PDF. They purchased this pro program. I should be able to send them a message of, you know, the post-purchase update. It's a post-purchase. It's not a post-purchase update, friend. Post-purchase update is something like, here's your tracking information. <laughs> it's like something like, here's your shipping information here. Here's your receipt. You know, it's very transactional. Account update is something more like, you know, your credit card was declined or there was a breach and we need you to change your password. It has nothing to do with you updating them on the latest and greatest. That's not how it works. So it's important that you understand these tags. And if you're not confident or if you're unsure or if your messages are getting blocked, I highly recommend you go to the notes, click on the video that I have provided and get real familiar with those tags. Because if you're not using them right, your messages will not send. Or like I have people say, well, so-and-so does it and they don't get in trouble. Okay, well, 
eventually they might get in trouble or you're going to use that as an excuse, but that's not going to stop you from getting in trouble just because someone else is getting away with it. Okay. And yes, there are things we did talk about in the show, like confirmed event reminder for live shows. This is very gray area. So I can't recommend to you to use your confirmed event reminder notification for all of your shows. You could just kind of build that list. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, if I'm not being clear enough, basically there's, you know, you say you have an ongoing Facebook live show, someone has opted in to get your notifications. You can then use the confirmed event reminder to send them notifications each week. That is very gray area. And so when I tell people that's what I do, then I'm also telling you that I'm willing to risk going into the gray, but I cannot recommend that you do that. That is your choice, right? So there are certain things, especially with confirmed event reminder, that are very risky. And if that sounds like something you need to dig a little deeper in, then definitely go watch our show on it because the live show, we really, we dug deeper in it and talked about that a lot more, which is important. What I want you to take away from this is number one, get real familiar with the compliance. I mean, I am not the only trainer out there that is producing an enormous amount of content just on tags. So I have given you a resource, a video that, that covers it. I've talked about it in many webinars in my Facebook group. I answer questions about it. If you have questions, you can certainly leave me a voicemail for the podcast, or you could post it in the Baby Got Bought Facebook group and we'll talk about it. Um, and I know other trainers have given a lot of effort to it. I know that face or that many chat has put in a lot of effort into content that explains it, but it's important that you are utilizing these tags correctly. And that the second of this, the second thing I really want you to take home and really think about is three steps ahead. How am I going to transition these people from starting within the 24 hour to the next step? What are the next three steps? And don't just think about, the one thing that you built the flow for, think about what else you will need to communicate with them about in the future. And that's the type of stuff I want you to really take home with you. So I'm gonna step off my, my little soapbox and encourage you to go to the show notes and watch the video and get comfortable with compliance and ask questions. There are no dumb questions, only dumb answers. That's my job. But it's so, so important that you understand tags, because this is the number one reason why, well, probably not the number one reason, maybe the second most uh, most uh, prevalent reason why people get shut down or get warnings from Facebook. It's definitely one of the biggest reasons people get warnings from Facebook is they're not applying the correct um, message tags, both in the flow as well as like in broadcasts. So there's, you know, the content type, and then you have the broadcast. It's similar, similar concept here. You're using these tags. So if you're getting messages where Facebook's like, hey, you're misusing tags or misusing message types, that's why you're using the wrong message type. If it's something that um, you're getting shut down because you're getting block rate, that's probably the number one way is you're just spamming people and you're getting high block rate. Now, if you have a really low block rate and they're telling you that you have a high block rate, well, you might want to reach out to the support team and find out what's going on there. So there's a lot of reasons why you might be getting flagged, but a big one is misuse of tags. So be sure that you are doing it right, my friend, doing it right. All right. So now I do have a call from a listener. I have one, uh, my friend, John, who likes to call every week and ask his questions. I would also like to encourage you to leave a voicemail. There's two ways to leave a voicemail. You can go to the show notes and click into both of these. If you're on your desktop, the easiest way is to go to anchor.fm forward slash BGB forward slash message. And you can leave a voice message right there with a question or a shout out, whatever you want to do. Or 
if you're on your mobile device, it's really easy just to send me a message, m.me forward slash stellar 24 seven. You just click on the little microphone, hold it down, start talking, and I answer your questions. So let's get to those questions. Hi, Kelly, it's John Tanner again. And inspired by episode nine's talk on using the new chat plugin, I have an idea I wanted to uh, run past you. If a guest has a problem that he can't be answered by the website bot, could we ask for their name, contact information, and brief details about their problem, then copy this across to a Google Sheet, and use it specifically as a follow-up call task list the next day, something like that. Do you think that would be a, a good product to um, develop and market? Thanks. Speak soon. Great question, John. I'm so glad that you asked. Yeah, this is actually a perfect strategy. And actually, if you go and you watch the, I didn't do a live chat training um, for my YouTube channel, and they haven't released it yet. This is funny. So you haven't even seen it. We're on the same braid length. Um, ManyChat will be releasing a video on the new chat feature that I did for them. And this is exactly what I talk about as a strategy in that is that you should be asking for people's name, saving it to a cuff, um, because they, you can't pull that, right? If they're coming in as a guest, you don't, you don't automatically get that. So one of the first things I do is I'll say, you know, welcome to the experience. May I ask who I'm chatting with? I'll save their name. And then if they want to talk to a human, then I'll say, uh, either I'll say something like, um, yeah, let me transfer you. You know, I might have a condition to see what time it is. And I'll say, let me transfer you to this, um, this representative, but just in case that we get disconnected, uh, can I get your email address? And then they'll give me an email address, save that to a cuff. Great, can I just get a quick message that you want to leave for them uh, on the topic that you wanna to talk about? Save that and then go and tell your admin, hey, so when someone wants to talk to you about this thing, and then immediately send that to Google Sheets as well. And what you can do is um, you can have your team be able to get to them right away because the message, the chat will close if they leave or after 24 hours. So if your admin doesn't go and, you know, representative go and chat with them right away, they're going to lose that. Now, if the condition says, you know, they're after hours, then you could come back and you could say, you know, we're after hours, let's leave a voicemail. And then not a voicemail, but like a message. And then you could say, you know, what's the best way to reach you? You want phone? Do you want email? And then grab that information, grab their message, and then say, we'll have someone follow up with you as soon as we open. So yes, that is exactly how I would do it. That is actually exactly how I teach it in the upcoming video. And thank you so much for bringing up that topic, because I think that is going to be super helpful for a lot of people. Thanks again, John. So this next one is not a voicemail, but I did get a message question from John Whittinghill. And it is something we kind of talked a little bit in the live show today, but he basically said that he got my message that the show is live and he finds that there's this issue that comes up where the link to go to my live goes to the browser. And in his case, he's probably on an iPhone in this case, because it takes you to Safari and it's asking him to log into Facebook, which is obviously not ideal. And this is actually really great to know from a user point of view, because it doesn't do this for me, but that's because I do it slightly different, probably because I'm on an Android and I'm always logged in. But this is a great point because what it's doing is that ManyChat doesn't support what's called deep 
links. And deep links are when you click the link and it opens in the app if it's on your phone. And in this case, it's just going to a link. So because it's not deep linking, it's going to the browser version, right? Which is fine on desktop. It, it works great on desktop, but if you're on your phone, you really ideally want it to open in an app. So John was asking, you know, what's the way to get past this? How do you solve this? And the way to solve that is actually with deep links. Now, in my show notes, um, yeah, under other resources mentioned, there's a part where it says vote up deep links. I've actually a while back added this to a feature request in ManyChat to get native deep links. So be sure to go click on that link and vote it up so we can you know, tell everybody, yo, <laughs> we want this, ManyChat, get on it. Um, otherwise, you can use a tool like URL Genius. I have a link in there where you can actually create deep links. And actually, I'm gonna test this next Thursday when I send out the thing, so you guys will give me feedback. Let me know if it opens where it needs to open. But essentially, it's going to decide how that opens. Is it gonna open in your app or on your desktop? If you are on a desktop, it will open in the desktop browser. If you are on an iPhone, it's going to, uh, URL Genius actually finds out, okay, this person's on an iOS, it's gonna open in, it has to have a different link for the um, app because the links are different for iOS than for Android. And then if you're on an Android, it will recognize that and will open up the app at that point as well. Now it will ask you, do you wanna open up this app you, you've probably seen them before. Do you want to open this up in a browser or do you want to open this up in your app? And they would click the app and then it would open at that point. Now, these can be a little glitchy because they're not direct integrations, but they work really well. So if you do want something to open into an app from ManyChat, the answer is deep links. So there's there's your answer. Thank you so much for that. So yeah, you can leave um, me questions in Messenger as well if you don't want to leave a voicemail, but there you go. Thank you so much, John. It's the John Day, isn't it? We have John uh, Tanner who left the voicemail and John Whittinghill who left the question. So thanks, guys. There you have it. That is the after the show show recap for today's show. Now, there is a lot of things that we covered in the live show that I just simply couldn't bring over uh, because there was so much fluidity in the questions today. So do go check out the re the replay over on my Facebook page. You can go to facebook.com forward slash stellar 24 seven forward slash live and watch all the replays from the show. I can't believe we've made it 10 shows. I mean, wow. Awesome. We're going to keep going. Why not? Next week, we'll probably do another short show like this one. And then the week after, the last week of the month, we have Joshua Porter coming on. We're going to be talking about sellers tools, Amazon sellers, and many chat. So that'll be really awesome. Be sure to go snag those show notes. They are in the description, or you can go to stellar.tips forward slash notes 10, and you'll be able to get links to my free foundations course. You can subscribe to the Facebook uh, live show. You can leave me voicemails, all the updates, all the links for everything we talked about in today's recap show. Thank you so much for listening to the recap show. You are an awesome human. I really appreciate my listeners. I, I appreciate anyone who you know consumes my content. I think it's just awesome that people enjoy what I put out there. So I appreciate you. If you do enjoy the podcast, then go ahead and if you are on iTunes, leave me that five-star review. Let me know what you think. I don't think you can leave a review anywhere else. And if you have questions, you can always message me at m.me forward slash stellar247. That's m.me forward slash stellar247. Thanks so much and have a rockin' rest of your week. Catch you next week.